Yemen, the Forgotten Neoconservative Supported War in the Middle East by Ilyana Kubini, an audiomesis wire narrated by Million Quinteros. In response to the Israeli assault on Gaza, the Houthis, Ansarallah of Yemen, have retaliated by launching at least six drone attacks directed at Israel and attacking Western ships passing through the Red Sea. By the looks of it, their attacks have been quite successful thus far. Israel's Eilat port alone has seen an 85% drop in shipping activity. To the United States, these actions of resistance and support of the Palestinian cause only present another opportunity for intervention and escalation. Just days ago, the United States announced the development of a coalition to combat the Houthi attacks. The coalition, ironically entitled Operation Prosperity Guardian, will include France, Bahrain, Italy, the United Kingdom, and five other nations alongside the United States. Under the guise of protecting global trade, U.S. officials are instead taking this opportunity as a chance to weaken Iran's axis of resistance at any cost necessary. The Pentagon is so eager to engage in another conflict with the Houthis that they are willing to abandon the principles of the U.S. Constitution just to get back at Iran. According to the War Powers Resolution of 1973, only Congress can extend any foreign military action taken beyond the initial involvement. Yet, the rhetoric from Washington doesn't acknowledge this. Instead, we get the following from Pentagon spokesman Patrick Ryder. Our military will not hesitate to take action where we deem it necessary and appropriate, including to protect against actions in the maritime domain that could threaten our troops. In other words, there is no hesitation and no restraint from U.S. officials when it comes to potentially dragging U.S. fighters and taxpayers into yet another war. Top U.S. think tank directors like Greg Roman have taken it a step further, calling for even greater funding of the disastrous war on Yemen, in which over 11,000 kids have died so far. At the root of neoconservative pleas for more anti-Yemen assaults is the notion that, as Roman himself puts it, the Houthis are Iran's puppet terrorist group in Yemen. That's simply not true. Even former U.S. Ambassador to Yemen Stephen Seich admitted in writing later revealed by WikiLeaks that the Houthis acquire their weapons not from Iran but from the Yemeni black market. Mohammed Azan, presidential advisor for Saad Affairs, further clarified that the Houthis acquire weapons within Yemen through various means, including capturing them on the battlefield or purchasing them from corrupt military commanders and soldiers. As University of Ottawa professor Thomas Juno noted, Tehran has only had a limited historic investment in the Yemeni civil war. In fact, Iran has even tried to restrain the Houthis by discouraging them from seizing the Yemeni capital in 2014. Iran's involvement is nowhere near enough to turn the Yemeni civil war around in favor of the Houthis. As such, calling the Houthis Iranian puppets and viewing the ongoing Yemeni resistance against Israel as a chance to strike against Iran will only lead to more war and brutality. We've already seen how U.S. taxpayer dollars are used against Yemen. The same war hawks now leading the organization of Operation Prosperity Guardian are also calling for additional funding for the Saudi Arabian coalition against Yemen. With the ongoing destruction in Gaza, the last thing the Arab world and the American taxpayers need is more U.S. interventionism. 
That same U.S. interventionism helped the Saudi-led coalition kill over 24,000 civilians in aerial attacks alone. Nearly every human rights organization, including Human Rights Watch and Amnesty International, has accused the coalition forces of committing war crimes and deliberately targeting civilians. That has also helped isolate the United States on the global stage. Already, U.S. involvement in the Israeli-Palestinian war has cost taxpayers $3.3 billion annually, with an additional $14.5 billion check following October 7th. This involvement isn't only costly to American taxpayers, but it threatens American national security as well. In response to U.S. support for Israel and threats of U.S. actions against Yemen, Houthi leader Abdul Malik al-Houthi clearly articulated that if U.S. ships were to pose a threat to his nations, the Yemenis would respond with a barrage of missiles and drones. Although the United States has vastly superior military technology, for instance, $4 million U.S.-made Standard Missile 6 in comparison to the Houthis' $2,000 black market drones, the carnage it would cause the Yemeni population, the international response to U.S. intervention and the economic impacts of spending millions or billions more on war make it truly impossible for the American people to enjoy any of the supposed security benefits that neoconservatives tout intervention could bring. As the calls for yet another American intervention continue against the backdrop of the Gaza War, it's up to Congress to do anything in its power to ensure that the U.S. exercises restraint. Following the media and the Pentagon's calls for intervention would be a short-sighted, misguided, and dangerous revenge policy. For the sake of Americans and innocent Yemenis, resist the urge to intervene. For more content like this, visit Mises.org.